We hold these truths to be self-evident. For enemies dare to strike us, they and all who have aided them will face fearful consequences. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. The eyes of the world are upon you. You will bring about the destruction of the German war machine. And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. Hello, hello, how are you guys doing? Welcome over here to Speak the Truth. Hey, big news. There's somebody copying me on YouTube. If you're the person copying me and you, I know you're listening to this because you download every single one of my Spotify's or just my podcast in general, it doesn't matter where you get it from, and then you put it up on your channel. I'm going to tell you right now, you've already been reported to YouTube and they're going to take your channel down. So may as well just do yourself a favor, change the name, and probably delete those videos if you want to keep the 3,000 subs that you... We're able to garnish off of my name. Yes, if you're listening to this on a channel that literally is using the same thumbnail as every single video and it's just audio, that is not my channel. It is actually somebody who is trying to be me. So there you go. If you're that person, you probably want to adjust your adjust your life because I mean I had to direct contact to YouTube. I just sent your channel over to them and they're gonna they're going to go through the process and it will be deleted. So if you want to keep your channel, I would I would suggest changing your name away from you 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 literally use the name Speak the Truth dash Robert Turklow and use the, my image. But I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. I am sitting here in uh, where am I? I'm in Oklahoma. Yes, I'm still sitting inside my RV. So if it looks like I have a terrible backdrop and you guys are new to the channel on YouTube, it's because I'm literally sitting in my RV with panel lights in front of me. I'm pretty excited for this week. I may get my teeth kicked in, but at least it's going to be pissing rain on me every single day. So that'll make it much better. It's exciting. So if you guys didn't know, they had a. Uh, I told you guys yesterday that, that we're going to discuss a little bit about General Milley and everything that was going on over there. I think there was an episode maybe, I don't know, about two weeks ago or so when it first came out. Uh, I was saying that, is, is he a traitor? I mean, the way that they were making it seem inside the media that he was a traitor, just due by headlines and how they were trying to portray the story. But it wasn't really him. It wasn't really him. It was more or less 100% Biden in the Biden administration. And I don't think you guys understand, the more you dive deep into what was actually going on over there in the last couple months prior to that, the amount of lies that Biden himself has stated like publicly, I, don't, I have no idea how this individual has not been impeached and how he's not being scolded by the media. I'm, I'm telling you guys right now, I, you can go on any news site that is either left or just slightly leaning left, there's not a single article about what I'm about to speak about. Not a single one. Not not on their homepage. They may have written it, but it's, there's nothing on the homepage whatsoever. Nothing. Everything's either about, because there's some polls that are coming out that are stating that Trump, if they were to literally redo the election right now, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, that Trump would actually win. Um, the, the poll numbers, it's, it's just so damning going into 2022. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right, so we actually got some video for you guys today, which I'm excited. So if you guys are listening on Spotify and or Apple or wherever you're listening to this, you're not going to really, you're not going to see anything. You're just going to listen, which is fine because you'll still get an understanding. But if you guys are wanting to check it out, you guys can go to YouTube. You guys can type in Speak the Truth and it's Robert Trickle. And if it's literally me, like I said earlier, it's a bunch of the same images. That's not my channel. But if each thumbnail is different, that is me. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. All right, so let's go ahead and play the first one. We got a... Uh, who are we going to start off with? Let's go to General Milley, his intro. Uh, yeah, we'll go General Milley's intro. How about that? During the past 20 years, uh, the men and women of the United States military, along with our allies and partners, fought the Taliban, 
brought Osama bin Laden to justice, denied al-Qaeda sanctuary, and protected our homeland for two consecutive decades. Over 800,000 of us in uniform served in Afghanistan. Most importantly, 2,461 of us gave the ultimate sacrifice. There's no doubt in my mind that our efforts prevented an attack on the homeland from Afghanistan, which was our core original mission. So I think it's very important that I actually lay, lay it out what you guys are about to listen to for all you guys who are driving or watching this who don't really have an understanding of what's about to, what I'm about to speak about. That's why I'm letting you guys hear a little bit of intro from General Milley himself. And then I also want you guys to also listen to what, what you're about to hear is the actual uh, agreement between us and the Taliban and what the eight stipulations, I guess you would say, or what they, what they were in the agreement. Uh, so let's go ahead and play that clip. Under the Doha Agreement, the U.S. would begin to withdraw its forces, contingent upon Taliban meeting certain conditions, which would lead to a political agreement between the Taliban and the government of Afghanistan. There were seven conditions applicable to the Taliban and eight conditions applicable to the United States. While the Taliban did not attack U.S. forces, which was one of the conditions, it failed to fully honor any any other condition under the Doha Agreement. And perhaps most importantly for U.S. national security, the Taliban has never renounced al-Qaeda or broke its affiliation with them. And we must remember that the Taliban was and remains a terrorist organization, and they still have not broken ties with al-Qaeda. I have no illusions who we are dealing with. So on a good note, we at least have a person that is really high up, that is saying what Biden does not want to say. This is a kind of a big deal. Thank God he is actually saying that the Taliban are the, who they are and not what Joe Biden is trying to say who they aren't. It remains to be seen whether or not the Taliban can consolidate power or if the country will further fracture into civil war. But we must continue to protect the United States of America and its people from terrorist attacks coming from Afghanistan. A reconstituted al-Qaeda or ISIS with aspirations to attack the United States is a very real possibility. And those conditions to include activity in ungoverned spaces could present themselves in the next 12 to 36 months. So, General Milley comes out and says the exact same thing that I said almost a month ago. That is going to be extremely difficult to fight a terrorist organization because we do not maintain a presence in the country that they control. He, he just said within, he says he expects attacks to happen within 12 to 36 months. I will say this, you know what happens in 36 months from now? Joe Biden won't be in office because we all know that he is a one-term president. It is, he's not going to be doing two terms. He's literally a one-term president. So everything you were seeing between this, Three and a half trillion dollar bill that he's been pushing that actually costs over five trillion is because he's a one term president. He doesn't have to he doesn't have to deal with it after this term. He doesn't have to deal with anything that he's doing right now because he's a one term president. He's gonna dump it on the next person. Which is great which is so stupid to me that people would actually vote this person in knowing he's a one term president. Yeah. It's so irritating. He's just gonna push a bunch of shit that that will amount to literally nothing. I know. I am certain that President Trump did not intend to attack the Chinese. And it is my directed responsibility, and it was my directed responsibility by the Secretary, 
to convey that intent to the Chinese. So he finally got to bring up the, the piece that he wanted to the entire time, which actually stemmed this entire thing for the most part was the Chinese call or the call between himself and the Chinese government. And it, it does make a little bit of sense. Uh, I just think it was it was probably portrayed a little bit differently in the media. I'm actually not a I'm not like a major or a, like me and Jen, I, I don't look at General Milley and think, man, I really want to be like that guy. I really don't, mainly because he started instilling some really stupid stuff on the military, and he's a little soft. I mean, I, let's, let's be honest. He's introduced like CRT, and they have like you guys didn't know the Air Force. They had like, and you know what? I'm not even gonna go there. We're just gonna keep it the way it is. I'm not a giant fan of the guy. It doesn't really matter. He's it's just whatever. He he's a part of the Biden administration in, in the end of it. So anyway, that that's not the big thing about this. I I want to tell you guys, there's so much more to this, and and we're gonna go ahead and roll on to Tom Cotton. Tom Cotton had some good stuff that he grilled him on, and I think it's very 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 clear that Millie and his counterparts are for some reason they're all scared of the Biden administration and losing either losing their job or looking stupid in the public, but it's it's blatantly obvious in what they're doing. General Milley, it's your testimony that you recommended 2,500 troops uh, approximately stay in Afghanistan. Um, as I've said many times before this committee and other committees, I don't share my personal recommendations to the president, but I can tell you my personal opinion and my assessment if that's what you want. Yes, please. Um, Yes, my assessment was uh, back in the fall of 20, and it remained consistent throughout, that uh, we should keep a steady state of 2,500, and it could bounce up to 3,500, maybe something like that, uh, in order to move toward a negotiated, gated solution. Did you, present, did you ever present that assessment personally to President Biden? I don't discuss exactly what uh, my conversations are with the sitting president in the Oval Office, but I can tell you what my personal opinion was, and I'm okay. always candid. General McKenzie, do you share that assessment? Senator, I do share that assessment. Um, did you ever present that opinion personally to President Biden? Again, I'm not going to be able to comment on uh, those executive discussions. Did General Miller ever present that opinion personally to President Biden? I think it would be best to ask him. I believe that his opinion was well heard. Uh, Secretary Austin. Two generals. We have a Marine, literally a Marine, an Army general. They will not answer the question. That they, that they, they will not answer, yes, we told them to keep them in there because we know exactly that that is the that is the truth. That is one hundred percent the truth. And we actually have a video here of Joe Biden lying about this, li- literally lying about this. I, r- roughly about a month ago, almost a, it's almost a month ago. Joe Biden literally lied about this, and that's why these guys are too afraid to say anything about it. Your military advisors did not tell you no. We should just keep twenty five hundred troops. It's been a stable situation for the last several years. We can do that. We can continue to do that. No, no one said that to me that I can recall. So, what he just said was, yes, Joe Biden received, Joe Biden literally received the recommendations from the generals. What did Joe Biden say? Can we, should we just go ahead and play that clip? Let's go ahead and play the clip of exactly what Joe Biden, this is from the horse's mouth himself, the one and only, the true tried and greatness of the man, Joe Biden. No, no one said that to me that I can recall. Joe Biden has said that it was the unanimous, the unanimous recommendation of the Joint Chiefs that we not maintain a military presence beyond August 31st. We've heard testimony to that effect today as well. When was that unanimous recommendation sought and presented to the president? You're talking about the 31 August? Yes, the 31 August deadline for getting out of here. So on 25 August, I was asked to 
make an assessment and provide best military advice on... I'm sorry, my time is limited here. Okay. You just get, you gave me the answer that I needed here. August 25th? Correct. Kabul right. fell on August 15th. That's correct. You were not asked before right. August 25th? 16th. On August 25th, I was asked to provide best military assessment as whether we should keep military forces past the 31st. This guy, <laughs> Tom Cotton, grilled him, got the answer we were all looking for. When did Biden, when did the Biden administration ask, ask his, his top military advisors what he should do about keeping troops in Afghanistan? Remember, political, he, his pol- political agenda here was to, to remove everybody by August 31st. Like he had, like he had to get them out there to keep his numbers up in the polls, which we know have just absolutely killed him over this last, last month. His, his, his tried and true goal was August 31st. I have to get everybody out. He asked him on August 25th. This is like 11 days, 10 days after everything. Like, okay, you know what? It's been really bad. It's been really bad in Afghanistan. Should we keep more troops there? Why didn't he ask him this on August 16th or 17th or a couple of August 18th? We'll give you three days, Biden, to come up with an, with an idea of, man, you know what? It's getting really bad over there. We probably should think about keep, maybe we should actually keep, you didn't want to do that because he didn't want to have put the, put the perception that we're going back to war with the Taliban and then hurt his, hurt his, hurt his entire political agenda that he's been putting out since he got into office, that he's going to remove the troops from Afghanistan. So the next one up here, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you guys, I'm trying to lay a little bit of groundwork out and, 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 and kind of lay the path to have for you guys to have an understanding exactly what went on there without having to listen to four hours of video. It was literally four hours of video on this one topic and one subject. So next up is Mr. Sullivan, and Mr. Sullivan asked some really, really good questions, and which we're going to talk about as well. But I mean, he points out some really obvious stuff, and it just goes back to say, why are they so scared to stand up for themselves and go against the administration and not lie for them? But I want to emphasize, you do not have a duty, constitutional or otherwise, to cover for the commander in chief when he is not telling the truth to the American people. With that, I have a few questions that I'd like you to keep short, concise answers to. On August 18th, in a media interview to the American people, the president said that none of his military advisors told him that he should keep U.S. forces in Afghanistan. General Milley, that was a false statement by the president of the United States, was it not? I didn't even see the statement, to tell you the truth. I'm reading you a truthful statement. So you have General Milley, who literally just fumbled over his words, and when I mean fumbled, he he sat there. That wasn't that wasn't me like pausing or, or since you guys aren't watching it on 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 Spotify or whatever, that was not me like not putting something. That was him literally stumbling over his words and realizing, oh, shit. oh my God, what do I say here? And then he realized, I'm not. What did he say? I'm not going to speak on the words or whatever. What are the whatever he said? Like he just he just found the most vague response he possibly could so he cannot get in trouble for saying yes he is lying and of course his counterpart the uh, general the marine general is just going to say yeah we can't we can't really comment on what he says oh no what, what, what you know what Millie said he said he hadn't seen that article that is an app that's a fucking lie he saw the article because at the very beginning of this thing in his opening statement at the very end he talks about news articles the motherfucker looks at all the news he bla- he just fucking blatantly lied right there, and I'm glad that this guy, that this 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 guy that's sitting there grilling them is, is speak is literally telling the truth. Like, f- awesome! Thank God. Let's go on. Let's go. Let's keep going. I like this guy. He's in Alaska. He's from Alaska. Who doesn't like a fucking Alaskan? 
General Milley, General McKenzie, the president around the same time said, quote, al-Qaeda was gone from Afghanistan, told the American people that. Was that true or not true? Was al-Qaeda gone from Afghanistan in mid-August? True or not true? Al-Qaeda is still in Afghanistan. They were there in mid-August. Uh, they have been severely uh, disrupted and attrited over many, many years. They are not So capable. it wasn't true. General McKenzie, was that true or not? Al-Qaeda was present in Afghanistan. Okay, so it wasn't true. Yes, there we go. This guy is fucking hammering down on him. Joe Biden goes out and says, <laughs> Al-Qaeda is gone. And his two top generals are sitting there like, you know, uh, can we just get off here? Can we just, okay, you guys, I understand. I get it. Joe Biden doesn't know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He stated multiple times that he's not a military man. That's literally what Joe Biden says. I'm not a military man. I'm not going to tell you what to do. He said that to the uh, Afghan, um, the, the old guy that used to run it, the, the president that ran away like a coward. He said that to him. Those were exact words. Now, now you have these guys. This is great. It's, this makes me happy because everything that I've said on this, there's always some, some people that are always saying, oh, you're so one-sided. You're not me. No, this, I, was, I was speaking that literally I said this exact same thing that these guys are saying, except a lot of you guys who watch this that don't like my, my views were salty and now you're realizing, oh, shit, we fucked up pretty bad. Yeah. Rob was right. No, it's because Rob was actually over there. I forgot. Fuck. But on this matter, on the biggest national security fiasco in a generation, there has been zero accountability, no responsibility from anybody. And I will tell you again, gentlemen, I've never seen so much anger, at least from my constituents, who've witnessed a fiasco, a humiliation, a president who is consistently telling falsehoods to the American people and the issue with there's no accountability. So what is crazy to me is no one is asking the question, who's going to be held accountable and who's going to be held responsible for the actions that happened over there? No one, no one's even asking that. You can go on any new site. No, no one, no one on the left is even asking the question, who's going to be held accountable for all the people that were killed when they shouldn't have been killed. I mean, there was almost 200 Afghanis killed, civilians killed, and then there was 13 service members killed, like all in this, the same bomb that went off that didn't need to go off because this administration handled it so piss poor and is coming out right now. So no one's going to be held accountable, which is crazy if you think about it, because they tried to literally impeach Trump over a phone call when Biden himself had the, had a, had a phone call today, or no, excuse me, this this year with, with Karzai that was, that was worse than Trump's, and no one is talking about it. Not a single person is talking about it. So as most know, they tried to first impeach Trump in 2019 through a phone call, like I stated. And we got to see the five-page printed transcript. And there was literally nothing that came of it. Li- nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It was literally a, an attempt by the media, which the media did successfully do. They killed Trump's name and image the entire time he was in office because they knew that they didn't want him going into 2020, which they, they succeeded. But which is kind of crazy because Biden had a July phone call with, with Afghan's president, like I had stated, that was 100% sufficient to trigger in, in impeachment proceedings if, if we go off the same exact scale if you say trump and his i mean there's the same thing this is this is what biden has stated and literally said to president Karzai. i need not tell you the perception around the world in parts of afghanistan i believe is that things aren't going well in terms of the fight against the taliban biden had said and there's a need whether it is true or not there is a need to project a different picture how is that right there though that that not an impeachable offense. If what Trump had said, I'm just I'm just trying to be honest. Here. 
It goes on to state here that in what sane world is Biden's outrageous phone call with Ghani less damning than Trump's Ukraine phone call to Zelensky? It's the same exact thing that I just, I mean, I've been saying. How Everybody's saying this, except for one side of the media is 100% not saying it. Biden's incompetence has directly freed terrorists and unequivocally bolstered the weapon and cash of the jihadi group that harbored al-Qaeda in run-up to 9-11. That's exactly what had happened. Which He actually had articles of impeachment put in, um, or that have been put in over this whole matter. That actually has been put in. If you guys did not know, uh, Lorne Bopert, Bopert, probably probably jacked up your name on, on my apologies, but articles of impeachment have been giving or have been put in for giving aid and comfort to America's enemies and colluding with the Taliban, which is exactly what has happened. He armed them. He gave them stuff that he didn't need to give them all because he's too incompetent to do his job. I know this seems like I'm, I'm just completely bashing the guy, but it's really, he makes, he makes it really easy when he's this fucking stupid. Like this is just honest truth. Is it not? I mean, if you put anybody with, with half a brain in there, could have seen. I saw it from like I've said this all over and over again. I saw this from Texas. I'm not even I'm not even pervy to the information that is given to him. And I knew it was gonna happen. Everybody knew it was gonna happen. How why is this person not being held accountable for their actions? Yeah, this this lady also did say there have been no resignations, no indictments, no investigations, no Congress oversight, no outcry from the mainstream media, and no apologies. One hundred percent. Think about this. He has not even apologized for any of his fuck-ups. Not even a single apology, because he knows if he admits that he did wrong, then he could be held accountable for him. For everything. So if you think about it, one of the big reasons why they do not want to come out and apologize over anything that they have done, or even said that they've done anything bad, they want to continue to circle back, just like Jen Psaki always says, we'll circle back to you, we'll circle back to you. It's because we have 2022 is coming, and they cannot lose in 2022, which I'm going to come out there and say right now, that he's going to lose the majority and they won't be able to get anything done. Just like Trump wasn't able to do anything after, was it 18? This is going to be the same exact thing. Now, I'm telling you right now, if it was in 2022, like if, if, if they did not have control of anything, the Democrats didn't have control, Biden 100% would be impeached. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that what had happened now, because if we the, the articles of impeachment that are going to get pushed through, that nothing's ever going to come of it because Mrs. Nancy Pelosi, her and Biden have been in, been in politics for as long as can I, like longer than I've been alive, legitimately probably twice my age. And they have, they've done nothing, absolutely nothing, nothing good. Like, look, if you think of everything in America is so bad, look at the people that are in charge. They're literally the ones that have been here since the 60s and 70s. And so all the people that always scream, which is so now if you think about it, it's actually kind of somewhat ironic in a sense that the people that voted for him to get an office are the ones that are always screaming America is so bad. So we have to put people in charge to to get rid of it's so so-called Trump for making America bad when in fact Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi have been in office for 50 for 50 years. They, they you literally elected the person into office that has been in office in this country who has made this country, quote-unquote, the worst place to live. But they don't want to come out and say anything because they're getting swamped in the polls. If you guys do not know this, 45% of Americans view Biden as a strong leader is down from the height of 49%. So 45% of America, which is mainly just the people that voted for him, I guess some of them have actually kind of backed up, but 53% of Americans do not view the president as a strong leader. So now you have a majority of America, majority of Americans, 53% of Americans now think that he is not a strong leader. Which is, I mean, we could have told you coming out the gate that a gentleman who sat in his basement during the entire election 
is wasn't strong. Didn't come out, didn't do anything. It was so funny. We haven't seen Kamala Harris in months. Does anybody know she's even vice president? What does she even do? Eat well? I'm sure she eats really well and giggles a lot. So for the first time in his presidency, the majority of Americans disprove of Biden. As I just said, shrinking approval rating for the president plummeted from 50%. So you have 55% in July, 55% approval rating in July of this year. July, yes, July of this year. And now he's sitting at 44%. That is 11-point drop since July to September, which is three months. 11 points in three months. Imagine what it could be if this this snowball just keeps going. He could be sitting in the upper 30s by January, February, upper 30s. Him and Trump will literally be at the same exact playing field. Which is funny because this guy is supposed to be the most popular president in in history with eighty what was it eighty one or eighty three million votes, and now they're I guess the most popular president realizing, oh God, oh God, and this this goes on to state that the media destroyed the previous president so bad that they made people the the lemmings what I call most human beings are lemmings and sheep they literally got them all just to follow a path eighty something million people to think. He's a racist son of a gun. We need to vote for the other guy to get him out. And then they realize, oh, God, we got to backtrack. This is not good. 43% of Americans believe that Biden is mentally sharp. That is an 11-point drop from 54% in March. There is still 43% of Americans think that he's mentally sharp. Those people are so naive. They, um, what? What? There is, there is app. There is no way for me to believe that there's forty. I guess there, there is apparently forty three percent of people in America. They're either so stupid and so blindsided that they just don't want to think that this guy is mentally in, incapable of even wiping his own ass. I, there's no way that he even wipes his own butt. He wear, he walks around and depends for God's sakes, because he's that mentally unstable. He has no idea what's going on around him. This guy has no idea what's going on. Every time the news wants to speak to him and ask him questions, he grabs his little pamphlet that probably says exactly who he needs to talk to on there, which we know there's actually multiple cases of that. He turns, he does what we call in the military an about face, and he walks off stage because he's too much of a coward and too incompetent and not mentally stable up here to actually answer the hard questions that people want to ask. So... There you go. Should he be impeached? 150 million percent. He should be like, there's no doubt in my mind he should be impeached. There's no way he shouldn't over what over what has came out in his blatant lies over the last three months, four months, five months, 50 years. How about that? The entire time he's been in office. I don't, even, I don't even know how this guy got elected. If this guy can get elected, how could I not get elected for God's sakes? I wouldn't get elected because of my past, I'm sure, and my cursing and me not really giving a f- probably wouldn't wouldn't appeal to too many people in America except for that ones could see through it, which is apparently there's not very many of us. But I hope you guys did enjoy this podcast over here. I hope you guys have a fantastic week. I'm going to go get my teeth kicked in in the tournament and try to win some cashola. So have a good, good week. I will see you guys tomorrow. Somehow we're going to crank out videos and podcasts while I'm on the water. That's going to be very difficult, but I'm going to fucking do it. I do love you guys. We're going to go ahead and uh, I'll see you tomorrow.